This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on the second guest show, Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers uh, Talk and Text line, we got Jeff Nowak from WWL. Uh, he's our sports digital producer and also tag teams with Steve Geller on the Inside Black and Gold podcast. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Jeff, uh, this story broke yesterday. Uh, no surprise, I know for two weeks we've talked about it, that the Saints have zeroed in on Derek Carr. He's the guy they wanted. The compensation part, we all knew was going to end up being a third-round pick. But Bob and I talked about this. Come on, if I'm his agent, man, come on, I just don't want one team after me. I want three or four. And in a quarterback-starved NFL, Derek Carr's and also his agent made the smart move here by saying, what? Man, I'm not accepting that. I want to be a free agent. And they stuck basically the Raiders the middle finger. Okay, you might get a compensatory. You're going to get a compensatory right. pick out of this. But basically, Actually, I'm not letting you deal me. I'm not letting you deal me. I'm going to go where I want to go. Yeah, I actually don't think they're going to get a comp pick because he will technically have been cut. Um, so okay. they won't even get okay. They'll get nothing. Oh, they'll um, get, they'll but get yeah, nothing. It, it, oh. <laughs> One of, ahead, the, one of the things, if I'm, you know, I've had a few people kind of say, like, what, dude, does he really think he's going to get more than, you know, $40 million on the open market? And what? At the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. But I bet he does. If I'm, if I'm Derek Carr and I'm, like, thinking, like, my agent's telling me, oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're going to get more than that. I believe him because this is a guy who managed to negotiate, you know, $40 million a season from the Raiders and also got a no, full no trade clause in that contract somehow. I don't know how he, he managed to pull that off, but, like, I have confidence in my agent in my, if I'm Derek Carr. So I have no qualms about going to free agency. And I think, like, if anything, this visit to the Saints kind of reinforced just how – what his value should be on the open market. And I think the Saints are still going to have interest in him as a free agent. But, like, it would have much – it would have benefited the Saints a lot more than it would have Derek Carr for the Saints to have been able to pull off this trade. And I think that kind of tells you all you need to know about the thought process that went into that. Jeff, what you got here is the agent smart enough, you know, come on, he's made that phone call to a couple different people. He knows the lay of the land financially. And while it would have been a good move for the Saints from a financial standpoint, because the way it's set up, basically it could be a one year and you get out uh, if if you took that trade. Now, right. I think he wants a long-term stability deal, and you're going to be locked into him not only for one year or two years, you're going to be locked to him for more than that. That's why Andy Dalton's more attractive as a bridge guy. If you want a young guy in here, you don't want Derek Carr because that means we're going you're to bed. You're not going to go with Andy. We're going to bed with Derek Carr. And, and I still say, uh, you know, listen, uh, the Derek Carr and his people are just supply and demand, not enough quarterbacks. 
Do y'all think uh, who that nation? Do y'all think the Congress quarterback Dak Prescott is worth like thirty-eight million? What the hell? He's one. What? No, but it goes to market. So if his agent, so Derek Carr, I mean, I'm not against money. I like money. I was trying to get one million. I mean, uh, when I look at now, I sat on the whole damn season. So when I look like uh, like, like like with with Derek Carr. All I know is right now how Derek Carr, where he's at, he's three years younger than Andy Dalton. If Derek Carr, now if, let's say I'm Andy Dalton's agent, because, again, there's not enough quarterbacks. If Derek Carr, let's say he's worth uh, uh, $34 million. Well, it, it, isn't Andy Dalton worth like $16 million? Like half price less? I mean, it's like unbelievable. The fans can't co- comprehend this, but the reason why the market's like this because they don't have enough guys they can count on, the general manager, to bring stability to a team. Now, are you going to win anything? People, the Saints might get mad at me. I, I, I mean, it's just it is what it is. All I, all I know is you're not winning anything with Derek Carr or Andy Dalton. Now, you want to bring stability for the future? Because I can tell you right now, we're both quarterbacks. I still think we're 8, 9, 9, and 18. Mickey Loomis and the Saints organization – and uh, Dennis Allen, I, I like all those guys. But they still think, they're living in a fantasy world, they still think we're in that bridge going 16 years plus, or we're still in that Super Bowl window. If you're realistic, what who that nation member says, we're in the Super Bowl window. I'm not talking about a winning team. Or, or just even going a playoff in, team. Or even a playoff team. Because I'm telling you, it wasn't much difference, us being 10 and 7 or 7 and 10. Doesn't mean you're winning anything. I think we were right there, the same song and dance. That's why I think uh, whether it's Hooker, you would draft a young guy. You have to go over the young guys all the time. And uh, watching a fight or the negotiation, because they see what Pat Mahomes has done. Who's Pat Mahomes' baby? Uh, it, it'd be like Caleb Williams. Watch what's going to happen next year. And I, now, I don't know what's going to happen with Caleb Williams at USC. If he builds upon what he's going to do, what I think he will do at USC next year, uh, no telling what teams would give up to try and get him. Like all of a sudden, Andy Reid. Bob, I'd never, I'd never trade him away. No, no. I, I, no but you, <laughs> there ain't no way in the world well, well, you're getting him from me. But, but it's like Andy Reid, all of a sudden, the Saints, I've got to give him a lot of credit. We wanted Pat Mahomes. But then you've got to give Andy Reid credit. They jumped the Saints. Yep. And got Pat Mahomes. And we got a winner, too. We got Marshawn Lattimore, rookie of the year on defense, but he ain't a quarterback. He ain't a quarterback. Marshawn Lattimore, you don't think he made a difference? He helped us beat the world. He helped us beat the Super Bowl contender in the Eagles. Remember when he had that pick six? That was Lattimore. Said, man, we know Lattimore can play, but he ain't a quarterback. Uh, I'm telling you. Go Jeff, ahead, Jeff. Sorry. Jeff. I went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff, I think <laughs> a, a big contender here is going to be teams from the NFC South, and I think Carolina. There's a lot of rumblings in the agent circuit that the Panthers will do one of two things. They will either make a big play toward Derek Carr or try to make a move up to get the top overall pick in the draft to get Bryce Young. Now, it's going to cost you a lot more to get Bryce than Derek Carr. I have a question for you and Jeff, uh, uh, Mike. And you might say, well, give me the young young guy. Uh, Okay, who would you take? Lamar Jackson or Bryce Young right now? Okay, the reason why I say that, 
Bryce Young, look, he's healthy and all that. Look, Lamar, but Lamar was an MVP in 2018. No, we take and Lamar. And he's 25. That's what I'm saying. If Fontenot wants to be successful in the and ATL. that'll be a play, hey, too. I'm telling you, if Atlanta, now, I'm not telling them what to do. but if Fontenot finances was, is going to play a big part into that. Plus, they're like plus $50 million over the cap. And, and that and, helps. And we $50 million under the cap, minus. So, Jeff, so, I, mean, I, I do think an NFC South team, and in particular, Carolina is going to be a major player in the Derek Carr sweepstakes. Why not? They should be. Yeah, I mean, well, at the, at the end of the day, you just look at the, the names on the free agent market for quarterbacks, and there just are none, right? Like, you got, is Geno Smith going to make $150 million with his next team? Like, I don't know if that's going to be the Seahawks. They can go draft a quarterback if they'd like to, right? I mean, like, Daniel Jones is going to make $40 million a year, so there's just, like, there is going to be competition for Derek Carr because there's no one else to compete for. Um, well, so the any, other guy. any team looking for a quarterback is going to be kicking the tires on Derek Carr, I think, and that's going to mean the Saints, if they want him, they're going to have to pay at the top of the market. And that, that, I think, at the end of the day, is going to be what makes this really difficult because while this is a team that is okay with moving money around and obviously the cap situation isn't going to stop them from making a move they're really dead set on, I mean, it is going to limit what their upper ceiling is going to be. And that's going to be true of a trade, like if they wanted to go get Lamar Jackson, it's going to be true of signing anybody. I still think a guy like Teddy Bridgewater might make sense. Like, but that's going to be the like that's like the tier two option, right? Like you're talking about Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson as like those four guys who have been somewhat proven, right? Teddy Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston. Like it's not a it's not there's just not a lot of options. Okay, listen, Teddy Two Gloves, we love him. He rode his bike to work. <laughs> Anybody that's on a bicycle is going to work. How can you not love him? He was five and zero as the Saints quarterback. What the hell has he done? Oh, you look at Carolina, one Miami, Miami, Denver. Denver. No, I, I, I'm telling you. So it is uh, like you, like Jeff, you were saying, like uh, second tier. So oh, bring Teddy Bridgewater back. He's our Messiah. What? What are you talking about? Teddy Bridgewater's like better than Andy Dalton right now. You know why? What have you done for me lately? Look what Andy Dalton did this year compared to when Teddy Bridgewater had opportunity. I'm not talking about when Teddy Bridgewater went five and zero. That's what you got to look at where you're at right now and, Jeff, and, and who you're choosing. Jeff, I, I think no matter what happens at quarterback to bring in a veteran, this team's philosophy on quarterbacks have to change. And I've been <laughs> waving this flag. You've got to draft a quarterback every year. I'm not saying in round one or round two, but every year you've got to throw the pitch out and, there. And you hope they hit. Because you know what? A third of the quarterbacks that get selected in the NFL draft make it in the NFL. I'm hey. not talking about starters. I'm talking about making it in the NFL. So, so not a journeyman, not have a 10-year career. I'm talking about being the man. Uh, when you look at look, look at the Jets, the hopeless Jets, they're still looking for the next Joe Namath. What? The, you, you, Jeff, none of you, y'all weren't even born there. I was like in third grade <laughs> um, when, when Joe, Joe Wheeler mean, I, and, and what he did with the Jets. I, I disagree <laughs> with that to some extent. Right, like I think if you're going to draft a quarterback, you have to do it in the first three rounds. There's yeah, just, there's like, it, it depends it, on who you your bridge kind of guy is. You're drafting to be a, for a backup quarterback, in my opinion. But, because well, for me, well, I, I think that you have to do it virtually every year because you might get that guy late. Might. Man, don't tell me, oh, we, we had the guard rated much higher. Man, that guard's a backup? Man, give me a shot at a guy that I believe in that quarterback and that's why I believe all that don't draft the quarterback only in the first two rounds is a bunch of horse hockey. You got to take your shot. But name me the quarterbacks that were drafted late that are like actually being 
useful quarterbacks right now. Like Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. I mean, those guys are like top four rounds. Russell okay. Okay. Well, well, yeah. But okay. you got to take your shot yeah, yeah, at it, yeah. Jeff. But, 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 you're not going to get a shot. Every year in rounds one and two. Okay. okay. The rounds one and two, you're not going to get them either. Uh, okay. You could say Brock Purdy, but you have to look at the yeah, supporting that, that's, cast. That's, no, it was the supporting cast with supporting the 49ers. Cast was great. No, no. That, that's why I think you ultimately have success. But, Jeff, if you look at the 21st century, uh, if you look at, like, all the first-round quarterbacks that have been drafted, and, and maybe you might say that's like a Major League Baseball hitter, you're batting 300. It's a third of them that really work out. Now, I'm talking about two decades. That's like a, a long like time. Early second or first round. So I understand. To me, you have to take a quarterback uh, uh, hit in the first round if you have that chance and you really like him. But it doesn't mean they're going to work out. It's, it's not even a 50-50 proposition. Look at the Jets I, I, with Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson didn't work out. Okay, you can go almost every year, and, and they got him that miss and miss and miss. So I, my feeling is that you got to continue to do that. You might, you're not going to hit on those guys every once in a while. If you don't have your guy, you got to use a first or a second-round pick on a quarterback. But I would do it every year because the one time I hit, I may be able to cash in big on that guy I picked in round four or a guy I picked in round five. I well, think his philosophy has not worked here with stay away from drafting a quarterback. What, Garrett Grayson? Okay. No, Sean Payne did not do a good job. No, uh, uh, many. I, I mean, uh, when you look at, like, the Saints, even the organization, who, who we drafted, Archie Manning? Uh, I can tell you this and right Dave now. Dave Wilson was uh, the last okay, first-round okay. pick guy. I was a free agent. I beat out Dave Wilson. He was a fir- first-round. <laughs> and you were a free agent. He was a first-round supplemental pick. I came in the USFL. Now, I won a championship, but then I ended up beating out Dave Wilson. But he was a first-round supplemental pick. And, yep. So you just don't know. You, you just don't, don't know. know. And that's why you've got to keep All I trying. know is what I do know, Caleb Williams. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, 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 right now. Yeah, but, I, I, hey, no, that might come. Probably, that, that might come once every decade or whatever. There's probably uh, 18 teams no. thinking just like you. I, I, I don't I, have to I, think I'd be this. shocked if Caleb Williams don't work out. He'd have to be hurt or something. And the kid from North Carolina, me, is really good too. He's I'm a, telling he's you, a, I, he's a big guy. He's yeah. he's got a chance to be special, like that guy in Kentucky, just because he's big. I don't know. He might not any big game. Uh, Bob, he's not ready for. Uh, so, so what's his Will, name? Will Levis. He's Will not Levis. Any he's big not game? Ready. I saw he didn't do jack. He's I mean, not ready for. Uh, oh, he's NFL uh, first round pick. Yeah, but what? I never seen him do anything in a big same game. Same thing. All these people putting Anthony Richardson in round one. Anthony Richardson, Florida. Play? They better move him. Uh, uh, I think he's athletic enough to play. Maybe receive or DB or some quarterback, Jeff, he, can't, he can't read anything. Jeff, I think if you look past the quarterback position, I think defensive tackle has to be an area this team has to really look at and look out early. And I'm talking about either with the first pick, in that first round pick or in the second round, because it was surprising this year how teams ran the football on them, especially early in the year. They got to get better in the middle. And it's been a while since the Saints team really invested heavily at that position. I mean, they drafted Sheldon Rankins a few years back. But other than that, they've, they've – and Dave Donyamata, I think, was a third rounder. Beyond that, it's been a lot of undrafted free agents. I think this is the year you're going to see them invest a little bit more. At that position. Yeah, I agree there. Well, so Sheldon Rankins is good, but he got hurt. Yeah, uh, so – Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it, bud. We've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, the offseason's never an offseason, so to speak. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. All right. Thank you, Jeff. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 8-7. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 